Hi, this is Michelle. This is Gail. Welcome to Audible Clutter. We are here in our election countdown once a week on Friday podcast um, to talk to you about the, because we've been sitting around talking about politics for like the last 18 hours pretty much with a small break for sleep. sleep. 24 hours actually. Yeah, with a small break for sleep because if you don't know, uh, today is Friday, October 2nd and Donald Trump tests... President Donald J. Trump tested positive for coronavirus yesterday. Yes, he tweeted about it about 1 o'clock this morning that he had tested positive. And this afternoon, he was taken by helicopter to Walter Reed Hospital. Um, and he's the President of the United States, so this is a big deal. That's a huge deal. Uh. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. There, it's been a long time since anything like this happened to the President. Yes, but to be fair, presidents have usually not been this old since Reagan. True. <laughs> no, actually, Trump is older than Reagan ah. <laughs> um, in his first term. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the last time I remember there being a presidential health emergency was possibly Reagan getting shot. There was Reagan getting shot. There was George H.W. Bush throwing up all over Japan. Oh, yeah. But that that wasn't really a, so much of a health emergency as a... Temporary glitch from travel <laughs> or something. Something. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't a. We're taking him by helicopter to Walter Reed, um, and here's a video of him talking to the nation for 17 seconds. Yeah, it's, I saw. I didn't watch the video. I saw a screenshot of it and thought he looked kind of tired. And then um, we we actually recorded a podcast before this, but we were talking about way too many things and way too emotional about them, and so we've just decided to start over and strip down. Yeah. Um, but so I had, uh, saw it before and thought he looked kind of tired and off color. And so I played it and Gail like stopped shocked at the yeah, audio. I, yeah, I wasn't even looking at it and I was just listening to it. And in the debate on Tuesday, he sounded like himself. He was using all five registers of his voice. His voice was at its usual fairly high timber for a man his age and size and he it was very strong and then this video came out and it's just over what a 70, little over a minute no it's like 72 hours later oh yeah and he's very subdued his voice is completely down in its throat, this lower throat and chest register, and he there's no energy behind it. I mean, if he were an actor, I would take him aside and say, "Okay, your voice is way down here. It needs to get up back into your normal original timber, and here's how you do it." But he's not an actor. He's the president, and presumably he's speaking in his natural tone, and he sounds bad. Mm. Well, coronavirus is bad, and I wish it on no one, and I hope the president recovers. Yes. Um, Because, I mean, he did it to himself, honestly, but I wish it on no one because it's apparently a terrible thing, and, oh, man, but he should not have. He should have paid more attention. He's one of the few people in the country who actually knew from the beginning how truly bad it was mm-hmm. and yet he has endangered so many people not only through his words but now his actual physical actions and the um 
at the debate and at the Rose Garden ceremony for the Supreme Court justice they're trying to rush through. Which was last Saturday. Yeah. Um, so many people from that, the president of Notre Dame, Senator Tom Tillis, Senator Mike Lee, um, Trump, the first lady, they have all tested positive for coronavirus. Right. And there were all these people there. Apparently they, like put them in a room with their masks on and, and or they put them in this area with their masks on while they did the quick coronavirus test and then said, okay, everybody's clear. And everybody took their masks off and shook hands and hugged people and sat right next to people and crowded together like they had never heard of the coronavirus and didn't know that you can pass it on when you're asymptomatic and you can test negative, test and, negative still have it. and still have it. And those quick tests aren't the most reliable things. I mean, it is literally making Edgar Allan Poe's The Mask of Rest, Red Death prophetic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's possibly a super spreader event. And the White House is still not mandating masks. Obviously, they have learned nothing, and the president is in Walter Reed. And I have been up and down and up and down ranting because of the fact that this is a such a breach of such such irresponsible behavior because this is such a national security risk. I mean, one of the first reasons I took it seriously yesterday was I follow military Twitter because of um, an angry staff sergeant who was very entertaining <laughs> and enlisted me in a World War One battalion battalion um long ago and far away which was one of the more interesting weeks on twitter long ago and far away last (laughs) year yeah um so i've been following military twitter and they were showing pictures of the fail-safe planes that were in the air to discourage our enemies from thinking that we were weak fail-safe is a wonderful novel where you know and a great movie and a great movie where we nuke a russian city and then by we, accident. By accident. And then we nuke New York City, so there isn't nuclear Armageddon. And the failsafe planes are the planes that go up and they can control our military, our nuclear arsenal from the air. And when they're in the air, it says to all the rest of the world, hey, we, there's a crisis going on in our country, but... Even if there is, don't even think about attacking us because we will obliterate you. And it is very irresponsible. I mean, I know Trump is a grifter and a con man and a horrible person, but he was the president of the United States. He had everything to keep himself safe, and he needed to keep himself safe because the security of an entire nation rests on his actions and his tweets. And he couldn't even do that. He's got entire fucking armies to play with, and I thought he enjoyed being a fake, you know, general. But no. He makes himself the biggest national security risk ever. The New York Times put the headline on it. I, uh, the Trash Times is literally the Trash Times, but for once, you have to give them credit for actually saying that the biggest threat to election security is Trump. Hmm. That was their headline. Wow. I, I hadn't seen that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. After I think after the debate, I mean, it probably should have been a white supremacist headline. Yes, <laughs> but it's the New York Times, so you don't expect them to be as completely unpro Nazi. <laughs> so anyway, yes. So Donald Trump has uh, is ailing, 
the nation is either cheering or or saying he has god tier genetics depending upon which end of the spectrum you are and most of us sane people would just like a restoration of somebody who can give us actual medical information and people in the white house who are committed to truth enough that they will tell us what is actually going on yes and now that he's at walter reed there is actually a person who is in charge in command of walter reed hospital who is a physician and presumably can be trusted to tell the truth and there is no reason why there is not a news conference going on or at least scheduled to say this is what's happening with the president well actually they probably have pr people i mean the navy usually has communication if i mean if you're in that position you usually have people who handle your communication with the press so those would be the people who would be but generally, if there's something that, ha- that happens at a hospital, you get the doctors in front of the cameras. Okay. That's what you do. That's what they usually do at hospitals. Know. Okay. But anyway, we should, you know, be having regular statements and not be having Jim Acosta post rumors from unnamed sources. Yeah. About the president's breathing, because that just leads to either panic or cheering and is not at all accurate. So, accuracy. It matters. Wearing a mask. It matters matters so much caring about other people enough not to do dumb things matters yes telling the truth matters voting for joe biden matters because we need to restore sanity and we need to build back all of the things donald trump has knocked down including civil servants yeah we were having a talk earlier when we were walking in the park um about how Biden has the skill set to deal with running an entire government or at least getting everything in line, getting the right people in charge of the right places so that things actually run and civil servants aren't constantly being demeaned for doing the jobs that they've been doing well for 15 and 20 and 30 years and we were saying you know it would be so nice just to have a president that you can say has a skill set that includes running a government yeah there will be books written about what rex tillerson did at the state department and all the career diplomats we lost um, I am in fully embracing Joe Biden as the man of the moment. I still think Elizabeth Warren would have been the best choice, but Joe Biden has proven that the black community supports him. Joe Biden has chosen Kamala Harris as his vice president. I got my Biden-Harris hat today. I'm very excited, mm. although it seems like loading to wear it out on a day when Trump is being taken to Walter Reed, but still. Um Biden has learned at some, you know, at various points, he said racist things. All white people say racist things. Especially of a certain age. Yeah, especially white men of Biden's age. I mean, he's my dad's age, and Mm -hmm. they do. They have. And and the key is that you have to let people learn, and he has learned, and he has come down to supporting progressive policies. He is not supporting the Green New Deal, but his policies are so much more progressive 
than where he started. He is learning, he is adapting, he is listening, which is vital. And he has enough experience in national government as a senator and as a vice president that the civil servants who this country runs on for the boring things that just keep this country going. You know, the little communications with other countries, the visas that get issued, your income tax refunds, your, you know, federal contracts that go out. Those people, if they disagree with Donald Trump at all or got in the way, were personally attacked. And the whole point of our government is that you can be a career civil servant, vote for whoever you want, say whatever you want, and be in a completely nonpartisan zone. And Donald Trump has stripped that away from everything. And as far as I can tell from quotes and whistleblowers and whatever, and career diplomats and rising diplomats quitting the State Department way back in the early days of this debacle, um, morale is horrible. And Biden, people trust Biden. Biden's a nice guy. Biden cares about people. Biden is interested in people and not interested in himself. Biden had horrific losses in his life and continued to work through grieving. And we as a nation with over 200,000 people dead from coronavirus and the democracy in shambles around us and proud boys in the streets saying the president supports us are all grieving. I can no longer celebrate the 4th of July. I just feel like flying a black flag. And Joe Biden has grieved and gone on and done good things. And I really think that he is the man of the moment. Yeah. And you can't half embrace him. You just have to see that it's not, I mean, it's the step we need to take before we can take the full step to where AOC and the progressives really want us to be. <laughs> but first we need to build it back better because Trump has, I mean, their goal was to strip out so many salaries and so many jobs and just strip the government down and strip away social services. Because that's all that he knows how to do. Dismantle like Mitch McConnell has no idea how to govern, which is why he is not even in discussions for the pandemic package. It's Steve Munchen and Nancy Pelosi and the Senate Majority Leader is sitting out, which is a disgrace for a man who is supposed to be in charge of the powerful, one of the more powerful bodies in the United States government, the Senate, to be sitting out of the pandemic dis package discussion for American citizens who need help desperately. Um, because he doesn't know how to govern. He doesn't know how to make agreements. He just knows how to obstruct. Yeah. The, for five months now, the HEROES Act was, the HEROES Act was passed by the House in May. It's October now. Um, no one has gotten any more money no and industries have gotten any no, more money. No industries. And the bill has been sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk with, I think, like 200 other bills that the House has passed. And he's just letting them sit. He's just not doing anything except appointing judges. Appointing as many judges as possible. I mean, it's, it's just horrific what these people have done to our country. It is. All right, we're going to pause for a minute. Take a breath. We'll be back. All right, we're back. Um, I watched the debate on Tuesday. I had D&D, plus I'm allergic to Trump's voice. <laughs> I'm also allergic to Obama's voice. I'm pretty much, there are five politicians I listen to. 
Um, Obama just gets a bit too rhetorical for me. Um, three of them are women, so... <laughs> well, who are they? Nelson Elizabeth Biden, War- Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, Kamala Harris, and there's one more, but I don't remember who. Lillian Castro? Oh, there's probably Cody, Cody Booker? Nah. I mean, Cory Booker's not bad. I mean, Moody Gig's on my list of people I can't listen to because they get too rhetorical. Yeah. Um, Booker was okay. Yeah. Don't like Sanders either. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Casey's all right. Yeah, Casey's pretty good, but you don't see him very much. He doesn't talk much. <laughs> no. He just does stuff, yeah. which is nice. Anyway, yeah. watch the debate. Um, Trump was in... Trump form. Mm-hmm. He actually yelled. Trump was Trump was in Trump brawler form. It seems oh, yeah. like from yeah, the commentary I, and what you said. Yeah, uh, I read somebody said that you know Trump is like a WWE wrestler. He what he instead of being a boxer and jabbing and punching, he picks up a metal chair and throws it at people. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's pretty much what he did. Um, he spent 90 minutes screaming, yelling at Biden um, while Chris Wallace tried to stop him from interrupting constantly. Um, and a lot of well, he was probably coached to do that because Joe Biden does have a stutter. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently yeah. that's what you do to throw people off. Yeah, a lot of people on the internet have were talking about how um, it seemed like Trump was designed to trigger... Everything Trump did was designed to trigger Biden's stutter. Yeah, the yelling, the interrupting, the um, throwing out inflammatory false statements constantly um all these i mean the ap put out a fact check from the debate that was 85 inches long it took up an entire almost an entire page of the newspaper but we ran it Um, really that's cool yeah um most of it was false things that Trump said because yes there were a few things that Biden said that might have stretched the truth a little bit nothing was completely out of order but truth I mean truth and Trump do not go together they mm, never the have, only they thing never they share work. is one letter <laughs> three three yeah truth Trump yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so yeah so props to, we're very proud of you, Joe Biden, for standing yes. up to Trump Stand because it, people think bravery is saving people on the field of battle, but sometimes what bravery is is standing up to a bully. And props to those of you who've got your Biden-Harris signs out and props to those of you who've stood up to Trump supporters who are just thinking that they can kick anybody um, because bullies are cowards and often and they if they if you... Don't stand up to them. They keep kicking because it's a very enjoyable sensation. So if you stood up to Trump or one of his supporters like Biden or stood up for anybody, you know, props to you. It's very brave. It you, is. you don't have to stand there with a gun to be brave. You just kind of have to stand there. Yeah, it's much it's much more brave to just stand there without a gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, and the big, big issue is Trump refusing to denounce white supremacy. Yeah, because Chris Wallace said, Mr. President, can you denounce white supremacy in these white supremacist groups? And Trump said, well, I don't know the names of any of these groups. Can you tell me who they are? And Wallace said, well, one of them's the Proud Boys. And Trump said, all right, well, Proud Boys, stand down and stand by. No, he said stand back and stand by. Stand, he did not say stand. That's right. He said stand back and stand by. He's trying to is, claim that he said stand down, so don't say that. Okay, sorry. No, he did stay. He did say stand back. Yeah, Donald Trump Jr. was trying to say that he garbled his words, and he didn't. He did. The Proud Boys immediately mm-hmm. made a logo out of it. Yeah, and of put course. it on T-shirts and took to the streets, proud that the president gave them orders. Marching orders. Yeah, because stand by is in no means denouncing the group. No. Um, so, yeah. And so I ended up calling all of my representatives because I gave them 24 hours to denounce on Twitter and none of them said anything. So even Casey, who's a Democrat, I called up. And I just got a call back today from Scott Perry, a Scott person at Scott Perry's thing, saying that, of course, Perry, you know, wasn't supporting white supremacy. And I unfortunately had to say that glad as I was to get that call that Perry had voted against the resolution. One of 18 people voted against the resolution denouncing QAnon. So for Perry to say verbally say no white supremacy and yet refuse to denounce QAnon is kind of eh, a very mad thing. <laughs> yeah, extremely. <laughs> so I actually talked to a person on the phone about that at Barry's office, so I'm proud of myself for picking up that phone call because I called them up and I had to leave a message because I might have called them after five. Um, but I left my number because I white supremacy is something that we denounce and do not support and will not vote for Republican because it is now the party of white supremacists. Um, because white supremacists are so invested in the Republicans, and the Republicans have refused to denounce them in any kind of a collective way. Well, yeah, because so many of their supporters are white supremacists. They can't at this point. Yeah, which is disgraceful and why Republicans have to go and we need to vote Democratic up and down the ballot. Yes. And on that note, oh, right, and so, yes, this is like, been a week and it's always been a week and this is part of how fascists wear you down is they just throw things at you so you know you have to you lose all sense of time and you just feel like you're constantly under attack so please remember to take some moments to breathe It's a really simple exercise. Breathe in through your nose, count to four, breathe out, count to five. And it calms you. And also, watch a favorite movie. Hug a loved one you've been quarantining with. <laughs> um, FaceTime, somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Go out and get some sun. Fall weather is changing. It's hoodie weather. Put on a hoodie. Go find a pine tree to hug. Pine trees do not give you coronavirus. <laughs> hug them. You can find a strange pine tree and hug it. <laughs> or a pine tree you know yeah or a pine tree you know I have pine yeah. trees I visit as often as possible mm-hmm. um, but yeah find a way to you know give yourself a break because this is crazy it is and it's getting crazier and you know um, like I said mask up be safe take care of yourselves make sure you're registered to vote check your registration have a plan if you have asked for a mail-in ballot check and make sure that you're getting it 
check that you know exactly how to fill it out. Oh, right. And if you get emails, because they are sending out fake emails. Yes. Um, I saw something on Facebook today. Someone had gotten an email that said that she that she had applied for a mail-in ballot and her application was denied because it was a duplicate. And she called the elections office here and they said that they had had lots of people calling about this, but this person's registration was fine. Actually, her ballot had already been mailed out. And um, Jacob Wall, who is responsible for the Elizabeth Warren does BDSM with 24-year-old <laughs> Marine stories, was indicted on felony charges for fraudulent robot call, robocalls in the Detroit area, mm-hmm. um, misleading people about the consequences of voting. And so, yeah, do not believe misinformation. Call your actual county clerk's office. Find out where you can vote. C- call your... Call your county board of elections or check with the state website. Every state should have a website where you can go and see if you're registered to vote and if you have requested a mail-in ballot. Yes, and if you get any emails or any texts that tell you your polling place has changed, um, you can vote via text or if anything... Sets off your internal registers. Just double check. Yeah, because the boards of elections don't send out texts, and they generally don't send out emails either. Well, okay, I do get emails from the Department of State about registering for a mail-in ballot. But that's, yeah, if you get an email that doesn't seem right, if it says that for some reason you do not have the right to vote, call Yes. If you get a text, they, in Texas, there have been there are a lot of texts sometimes about changing polling locations. And they are inaccurate and designed to mislead or telling you you can vote early. And, and it's just, or vote by text. Um, so yeah, there are operations out there actively trying to interfere with your right to vote. Um, so double check everything. And only, <laughs> yeah, you see what you're mail-in ballot should look like fill it out exactly the way it should be in Pennsylvania you have to fill out the form put it inside an envelope and put that envelope inside another envelope and some states you need a witness or a notary Um, vote in person if you can vote early if you can in person yeah if you don't feel safe voting in person get a mail-in ballot yeah but we're we're going to vote in person because they messed up our mail-in ballots in the primary primary. because it's new in Pennsylvania this voting not having to have a doctor's excuse to get an absentee ballot so they messed it up for apartments but this election is too important so we're gonna mask up and go in person um all right so take care be well we will be back next friday um uh, remember to give yourself a break this week yep find ways there are ways um add us cute cat pictures or if you need a cute cat picture we will take one for you just let us know you need one yep Alrighty, take care, be well. Bye.